Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. But joining us right now, a guy knows about the NCAA tournament. Joining us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline, John Bryant. John Bryant, I remember playing at uh, Armstrong. He's a great player. Then he went to St. Cloud State. He's a great player there. And he said, I'm going to do it back then. There wasn't a lot of transferring going on. But he said, I'm going to take a shot. And if Wisconsin will let me walk on there, I, I'm going to go try to play there. And, of course, the odds were stacked against him, but he took the shot. You know, he had a successful career going. He still took the shot. He went up out to Wisconsin. Dick Bennett was the coach and uh, sat out his year and eventually got some playing time and eventually played himself into the lineup and eventually went on a roll uh, leading Wisconsin to the NCAA Final Four. It's one of the great stories in Minnesota basketball history that doesn't get told enough, uh, but he was the MVP of the region. Uh, he now is an assistant coach at Park Center and does other things, but it's always fun to talk basketball with him. John, first of all, congratulations. Your Park Center team won last night uh, convincingly over Osseo, huh? Yeah, thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's uh, it was a, a great night for for the Pirates uh, get back to the state tournament. So we're excited about that. You know, next week's going to be a lot of fun. Well, you'll probably be a number one seed, and I keep hearing the, you know, um, I've seen you guys play a couple of times, but um, what everybody says is they're so hard to play against because they're so quick and they cover the floor and they, and they just make it so hard to get space and they're so hard to defend against because they can get to the basket. Uh, explain that because you've got a couple of guys who can get up and go. Yeah, we, we have a team of very versatile players and a lot of six four six five can guard multiple positions. We're able to do a lot of things defensively to make it hard for, you know, the other team to reverse the ball, to, to get space. Um, we're able to pressure the ball because we have a lot of athleticism and quickness. And um, it's, it's a really fun team because there's a lot of things that you can do with a team like this, with the, the amount of talent that we have that uh, you can't do with, with your average high school team. Um, so, you know, we're able to kind of be aggressive defensively, which really creates offense for us. And when we get out and run in transition, we are at our best. Uh, we got a lot of guys that can finish. Now, I was talking to Terry Kunze, a basketball guru, uh, a couple of weeks ago. You might know him, and, and, and he watches basketball every night, all the time. And he says Carrington, one of your stars going to the University of Minnesota, he says he thinks he'll be a point guard there. Is, is that possible? It's possible. Um, you know, Braden's he's, he's another guy that, that I was talking about being so versatile. Uh, he, he can play point guard. He can play off guard, shooting guard. You know, I think shooting guard might be his most natural position, but uh, the last couple of years, Coach Ware has, has played him at point guard a lot. And so he's learned the position. He's, um, you know, he's a, he's a very smart player. He knows how to get other guys uh, shots, how to make other, you know, his teammates better. 
And then also he can get his own shot kind of whenever he wants. And um, that's kind of what you need in a point guard. He's very good in pick-and-roll situations, and he's very unselfish. Uh, as a team, we're very unselfish. From night to night, we'll have you know different guys in double figures. Uh, it's not always Braden being our leading scorer, although he's usually one of. But we have different guys that uh, have led us in scoring all year. So, again, uh, a great team, um, play real well together, and Braden's kind of the leader of all that. Yeah, maybe the yeah, maybe this is the ultimate compliment. But at the times that I see you guys play, uh, it, it truly looks like uh, not knowing the egos or the personalities, but it truly looks like nobody cares if they're the leading scorer. I mean, I mean Carrington kind of inserts himself based on the need for the team that night. At least that's the way it looks. Yeah, you know, Braden does a really good job of coming out of the gates and kind of getting us going. He's um, he's always very good early in games, and then. Others, other guys start to get us going, and um, we don't have to rely on him. But if we need scoring early, Braden's kind of our guy to to you know to get us what we need. And then if we need scoring late in the game, he's probably the guy we're going to go to. Um, sure. But in the middle, you know, we've got a lot of guys. We've got you know Cody Pennebaker out on the wing. Yeah, he's uh, going Leo to San Jose Torber. State, huh? Leo Torber is, yeah. Leo Torber, um, he's very good at finishing games. He's just so athletic, and he can get to the rim. Um, and, uh, you know, Ayuba, um, you know, James Spencer, we've, we've, we've just got a lot of guys that, that can put the ball in the basket and get out and run and finish on the other end. John, let's talk NCAA basketball tournament because you're one of those rare people that had a chance to participate in March Madness. What do you remember about the first time you took the court for an NCAA tournament game in terms of, A, you check a box like lifelong dreams. I, I, I know I've done it yet, but what was it like to walk out on, you know, because at that time they were playing them still in all the, the big stadiums. What was that like for you? Well, for me, it was kind of a surreal moment because, it, it, you know, you, you dream of that growing up, and I didn't expect to end up getting there and then end up playing. Um, I took a chance when I left St. Cloud State, went to Wisconsin, ended up working out for me. Um, you know, Dick Bennett was a guy who was going to play whoever, whoever earned it. it. It didn't matter if you were, you know, what you did in high school. It didn't matter if you were a scholarship guy, a walk-on. Uh, none of that mattered to him. It was putting the best player on the floor. So for me, I was I was just kind of in awe of the, the initial moment. And, you know, you kind of you kind of realize the gravity of the situation. You know, this time of year, it's one and done. And mm-hmm. so there's really no room for error. And uh, the, the fans know it. The teams know it. The coaches know it. Everybody understands it. And there's just a different level of focus that goes into it. Well, but, but you got on a roll. You're, who did you guys beat to get to the Final Four that year? So just to go back, you know, our first-round game was against the Tark, uh, Jerry Tark. Was it really? Fresno State. Fresno State, yeah. Time, yeah. It was an 8-9 game. We were the eighth seed. So we beat Fresno State. They had a great team. Played Arizona in the, in the next round, and they were the one seed, and they had Gilbert Arenas and Richard Jefferson yeah. and, you know, a bunch of pros. And uh, we surprised them. Uh, How did you surprise them? What did you do? Well, you know, they were young. We were we were a veteran team, juniors and seniors. They were all freshmen. Um, and, you know, it makes a big difference. You see that a lot in the tournament where really young, talented teams that are freshmen sometimes struggle against. You know, even mid-majors can upset, um, you know, big major conference yep. teams that, that are that are young. And it's kind of what makes the tournament so special. It's, it's uh, you know, it's not just about talent. There is a lot of uh, experience factor that goes into it, having been there before. 
you know, that kind of stuff. So that's how we were able to beat Arizona. And then from there, we, we played LSU in the Sweet 16. Or I'm sorry, yeah, Sweet 16. Yeah. And uh, and beat them. They had a great team. They had a guy named Stromile Swift played in the NBA um, and another big kid that was very good. Nobody expected us to win that game. And then we ended up playing Purdue in the Elite Eight. And that was, I believe, the third time we had played them that year. And it's just tough, you know, playing a team twice in conference. And uh, we may have even played them in the Big Ten tournament that year. And so you see them so many times, and we know each other. You know everything they're going to do, and it just comes down to, you know, one or two plays and and grinding out a a W. So we were able to uh, beat the Boilermakers to to go to the Final Four. And guess what? Play Michigan State, a team we had already played three times. Michigan State, Mateen Cleaves, right? That's right. Yeah, Yeah. Mateen Cleaves and and, – Morris Peterson yeah. and Charlie Bell, and you know they were one of the great teams in that era. Um, they were just better than everybody. They could beat us at our game, and then they played Florida in the finals and and uh, ran up and down and scored a bunch of points and beat them at their game. What, what was it like to take the uh, you know that's the ultimate right the final four? What was it like when you walked out on that stage? Well, you know we were in the RCA dome, which doesn't exist anymore. It's yeah. now the Lucas Oil. It's in. Uh, Indianapolis. So we were in Indianapolis. It was kind of like being in the Metrodome. It's just so big. And, you know, there's 50 some thousand people there. You'd never dreamt of playing in front of that many people. And then you start, you know, you try not to think about it, but you start thinking about how many people are watching on TV. (laughs) (laughs) A lot. A lot. Yeah. So there's, you know, as, as you get through it, you're kind of trained how to block all that out and just do your job. And, you know, if you focus on that, um, the winds will take care of themselves, and that's what you do. You, you don't really have a choice. You go out there and you just focus on what you do every single day in practice and uh, try to block out the noise. But uh, it's a really special environment. Um, if, 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 you know, anybody out there, if you haven't been to a Final Four game or even an NCAA tournament game, I really recommend it because the, the energy and the atmosphere is um, second to, to none. Well, you shot the ball incredibly well in that uh, to get to the, the Final Four. Uh, obviously, if you're the uh, region MVP, that speaks for itself. How, how did you get to a point? Uh, I always find this fascinating with shooters. How did you get to a point uh, when I'm watching these games, you go, man, you you, know, you can't think too much about if you're going to be a good shooter, but boy, how can you not think about it every time you get an opportunity? And you don't want to rush it. You want to have that peace about yourself and that confidence. Uh, you, you want to be aggressive about taking advantage of the opportunity when it comes without looking like a ball hog. How did you get to that place where you got in the zone? Well, it's, it all starts many, many years before you, you actually get into the situation. Yeah, in a driveway, right, where you repetition, yeah, right? right? It's just all about preparation. It's all about, you know, growing up. I was kind of a driveway rat. You know, I didn't have access to a gym, but I was out of my driveway all the time, uh, probably driving my neighbors crazy. But, you know, you, it starts there, getting up tons and tons of shots. And, you know, over the course of, of, of uh, many years of doing that, you kind of learn the mental side of shooting. And I think for me, going into that tournament, realizing I was probably done with basketball. I wasn't going to play in the NBA. Um, I was going to be done with basketball and just not not having any regrets, letting it go, you know, um, shooting the ball, not, not worrying about whether or not it goes in. And, um, you know, you work all year on what's a good shot, what's not a good shot. So, you know, that's that's not really an issue for, for most shooters. In fact, most, most coaches with a shot clock – if you're open and you're a shooter, you better shoot it. Otherwise, you're hurting the team. So with that mentality, um, when you're open, you let it fly, and you, you can't care about the result. You just got to um, kind of get in rhythm. And, and that's what I was able to do. I was able to get in rhythm, 
Um, I found my rhythm uh, kind of towards the end of that year, and it carried forward. Once I had a little success, it snowballed, and next thing you know, um, <laughs> I got I got named the Midwest uh, or the West Region MVP. Mm, and, man. Uh, yeah, it was certainly not. Well, all because you believed in yourself, though, and you took a shot on yourself, too. I mean, that that's pretty good advice for kids, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah, we always say bet on yourself. Um, you know, nobody else is going to do it for you. And, you know, however, I mean, my my uh, uh, the way that I ended up at Wisconsin was, was certainly a different route than most people take. Um, but it was something that was always my dream, and I knew the – uh, possibility that it, that it might not work out, yep. but I did bet on myself. And, you know, I played for a coach who was willing to give guys like me a chance. And, and that's a big deal too. having kind of thinking through it before you just decide to go do it. You really got to think through the process, um, what you're getting yourself into. And for me, it was a, a great situation. And I was very fortunate um, to get in that situation. They needed shooters at the time when I came over and, uh, and uh, and it worked out. It um, you know, but it was a lot of hard work. It was a lot of late nights at the Kohl Center, getting shots up. And you know, you have bad games in there, and it's learning yeah. from those games, learning from your failures, and then um, you know, making adjustments and and doing something about it, and trying to change and and get better. Now, John, the, the current version of the Badgers is pretty good this year in the Big Ten. Tonight they play Colgate. They should win, et cetera. But this was a team that, well, experienced. They, they had some off, uh, you know, last year, some problems with the coach and the players and communication. And I think people thought this could be a downward slide for the Badgers. Instead, they went the other direction. Oh, explain this team. Well, you know, they're not that different than, than the team that, that I played on in, in some ways with low expectations. Uh, we were actually a better team my junior year and my senior year. Um, you know, we had lost some of our uh, highest scores and better players the year before. So expectations fell. And what that kind of does is it, it, rela- it, it gets you to relax a little bit. Um, you know, with, with lower expectations, you can kind of just go play. And, you know, the way that they, the Badgers play, there's a system there, and the system is kind of greater than, you know, uh, each individual part. And they plug in guys who are willing to play a specific role, and they play it really, really well. They go do their job. Um, and that's what this team is. You know, sometimes, and, and not being critical of last year's team, but sometimes when you have players that have been there for so long, uh, it can get a little old and stale and having, you know, some of those guys move on and new parts implemented into their system. It probably gave them a little renewed energy and some guys that maybe were held back a little bit. I mean, Johnny Davis is a good example of that. Um, last year he, he played, but he wasn't a superstar. And now he's, he's you know, inserted into the starting lineup this year. And I mean, everybody can see how much he's developed. Yeah, it could be a lottery pick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, how about then, Brad uh, Davison, who you who you know obviously we know from Maple Grove. You've seen him long before he got to the, to Wisconsin. But uh, w- what is he? Why is he difficult to defend? Why why is he a heart and soul guy? Well, he's 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 such a leader. Uh, I've known Brad for a long time. Great kid, just a leader. Loves the game. Uh, such a smart player. He's willing to score zero points. Take you know five charges. Um, and guard, you know, uh, a seven-foot center if that's what it takes to win. He's he's so competitive, and um, he's he's a winner. That's really what he is. He's won everywhere he's gone, and so you know, with a leader like that, and then some of the talent that's kind of around him now, um, 
you know, uh, that's really helped them in, in, in terms of getting to where they're at right now. I mean, a three seed in the NCAA tournament, um, winning the Big Ten, it's just unbelievable. Uh, but it's the right chemistry, I think, and chemistry is so big in sports and, and with, with five guys on the floor in basketball, um, you absolutely need to have good chemistry and know where each other are and, and, you know, really like each other and trust each other. And I think this Badger team does that as good as any. The last, uh, Tyler Wall, another kid from Lakeville that, uh, he, he's really found himself this year, hasn't he? He has. And Tyler's, you know, he's another one of those guys. He's a little bit like, you know, a Swiss army knife where he does some of everything. He can score. He defends really well. He rebounds. Sometimes he has to guard smaller. Sometimes he has to guard bigger. Great team player. Doesn't care if he scores the most points. Um, you know, just a great guy to have. It's amazing how many Minnesota kids have, have gone to you know Wisconsin in that in that program and how much success there's been. And uh, I'm actually I'm I'm excited for the Minnesota Gophers because it seems like you know Ben's looking at Minnesota kids uh, as much as anybody now and really wants to try to get the best the best players from here. And, um, you know, there's been a lot of successful players that have come out of here in the last 15, 20, 25 years. So. <laughs> and a lot of more red. I hear you. Yeah. Hey, you know, I'm a Badger fan, but I, I, I grew up a Gopher fan. So sure. I, I still cheer for the Gophers, you know, when they're not playing the Badgers. Yeah. I, I, point well taken. Hey, hey, John, appreciate it very much. Look forward to seeing you at the tournament next week, but congratulations. Congratulations again. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. You bet. John Bryant. Uh, he is the assistant coach for James Ware there at Park Center after being the head coach at Armstrong and they're heading to the state tournament. They'll be the number one seed. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.